the HVAC field is starving for young, eager techs. This is the most exciting and challenging field to be in. Come on a journey to find out what you really need to get started from a veteran and company owner who has trained many successful techs. Welcome to Ability Man's HVAC Tool Belt. Good morning and happy Thanksgiving. I am your host and creator of Ability Man's HVAC Tool Belt, John Dungan. This is our 13th episode. What are the advantages of being an HVAC tech? Before I get into it this morning, I'd like to remind everyone that I post regularly on Facebook and Instagram at Ability Air. And I have a bunch of videos on YouTube at John Ability Man Dungan. That's D U N G A N. This podcast is specifically about getting into and being successful in the HVAC field. This is from my perspective as a tech, installer, and contractor slash employer. I have been an HVAC contractor for the last 13 years, and I have been in the industry for 20 years. So if you know someone who may be interested in this field, please pass this podcast along. I think I can help them out. Also, I feel like this podcast has a lot of uh, crossover. It pertains to other industries as well and general work practices, good practices to help you be a better employee, just to know what employer is looking for. Okay, so let's get into it. As I said, I've been in the industry for 20 years. I started from the bottom and am now an HVAC contractor. So this is why I love being an HVAC tech. The first and biggest reason why I love being an HVAC tech is I get to go into people's homes and help them out. Usually they are stressed out in a bad condition. They are worried they're going to spend a lot of money. They are worried they're going to go without air conditioning. Because in this day and age, it's become less a luxury and more of a necessity. Everywhere we go, there's air conditioning and heating. So we are very used to, in this day and age, being conditioned temperature-wise. I mean, I don't care if you live up north where, you know, in wintertime, the temperatures can be less than freezing for days on end. When you go inside, you're going to have a conditioned space. You're going to, you know, wear your jackets, you're going to bundle up, you come inside, now you take it off, and you're going to be nice and warm. Or when you're down south, I'm here in Florida, you're used to walking in every single place has air conditioning. So you could be hot outside, but once you go inside, you know you're going to have that respite from the heat and humidity. So I like being able to go into people's homes and listen to their problems. They, you know, usually are very upset. They want to say a lot of things when it's the heat of the summer, and I get to sit there and help them by listening to them and acknowledging them and just comforting them, letting them know that I'm there to take care of them and watching the relief in their face when I actually fix their system is, it's priceless. I have had people, you know, send me, thank you cards and, you know, give really nice reviews online. I've literally had people call me God in the middle of 
a concert hall when they saw me walking around after I'd serviced their house like a month before. The guy was like, oh my God, it's God. And he just proceeded to tell everybody in the uh, area where you were, you know, getting in your concessions about how awesome I was as a technician. And that makes me feel good. I mean, I'm not there for people to, you know, sing me praises, but at the same time, I know I did a really good job for that guy if he just can't help but tell everybody around him what a wonderful technician I was. And in that particular instance, I definitely fixed something that many people had tried to fix before, and I just handled it like that. I said, well, it's this problem, and I handled it right away. It was The part was under warranty, and he just couldn't believe it. He was just floored. So... That's a good one. I love love just helping people out. Um, the second biggest reason I love being an air conditioning tech is I am always learning. It is, you know, you can probably get away a with learning not too much and just being a really low-level guy. Um, but even, like, installers, I'm not suggesting installers are low-level because there are a high level of installers, but any installer could end up being a technician, which is generally a higher paying gig than an installer. And I'm not talking about like your higher end, you know, high rise buildings, union jobs, stuff like that. I'm talking about um, like residential. Um, installers are generally not paid that much, but techs are generally paid more when it comes to residential or like commercial and also, you know, heavier commercial, but not like the big union, you know, this is, it's kind of a different animal. Anyway, um, so you could probably get away with being more of like a tune-up tech where you go out, tune-up units, sell contactors, just parts replacers kind of thing. But this field is open to as much learning as you could handle. So if you seek it out, you will learn it. I mean, you could sit there and pass the buck along and say, well, I can't figure it out. Send along a senior guy, which I think is ridiculous. Whenever I hear that, I laugh to myself, a <laughs> senior guy. Okay. You're an AC guy. You are the senior guy. You got to learn your trade. But that's to my point. You can learn as much as you want. If you seek it out, there is no shortage of data to learn. Even the most experienced guys will will confess, I do not know at all. I'm continually learning new things. Um, this uh, industry advances so much, whether it be tools or the technology we use or you know the refrigerant we're using. I mean, it's continually being upgraded almost on a daily basis. I could go into the parts house and see something new on the shelf that I'd never heard of generally on a monthly basis. So that's a big one for me because I really love learning. I love reading. Um, yeah, it's great. I get to talk to people and meet some pretty cool people. Um, case in point, I was just at a guy's house, a really nice guy. I could have just given him his, his estimate and, and left, but I started talking to him a little bit and found out some really cool things about this guy. I mean, he built his own pizza oven. He used to have parties. He started talking to me about baking and how to bake uh, great bread. And I, I love to cook. My wife loves to cook. We're definitely foodies. So this was really interesting to hear, like, his take on it. 
and he was just uh, your average Joe, but somehow had managed to go to a, um, he went to a professional baking school up north. I can't remember the name of it, but he was just telling me about his really cool experiences going up there and also trolling the uh, the teacher, the <laughs> French teacher who he was stealing the French teacher's bread and claiming it as his own, and the French teacher was singing him praises. Oh, Jacques, this is really great. You're doing so good. And at the end of it, he confessed to the teacher he was stealing his bread. He said, oh, Jacques, go get yours. He brings it over. Oh, we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> I mean, it's just these funny stories and other people's experiences. And I get to go home and, you know, talk with my wife and it's great conversation and I feel like I feel like a better person having met these people and listening to their experiences because I really retain it I'm not there to listen to their experiences to somehow work it into selling them something like I'm genuinely interested I love hearing about this stuff another thing that is really great about being an air conditioning tech is that I am never bored never bored Every single day, I see something new. Um, some of those days, you know, I'll run tune-up after tune-up after tune-up. But if you stop and basically smell the roses, you're going to see things that are different on every single job that makes it unique. Yesterday, I was on a job. I've been to this place several times. And... I'm always looking for interesting pictures. There's this really cool um, Instagram uh, channel or, or account, Instagram account that is <laughs> so funny. It's called HVAC Hacks. I love this thing because it, it brings text together. You know, they're submitting their pictures. They see weird things, and we get to see weird things from all around the world that guys are seeing. Like there was one yesterday uh, where this guy found a python in an air handler. I mean, come on. You get to see so many interesting things if you're seeing a python in an air handler. I mean, I've chased a rat out of an air handler, and it's not exclusive to, like, rodents, but sometimes that's definitely the more interesting stuff. I saw one um, the other day. It was somebody had ran a drain line and used a coil of copper to do it. I mean, this thing looked like a still. <laughs> I thought it was so interesting. But that's just an example of the interesting things we see. Like I was in this attic, so to continue my story, I jumped into this attic. I've been there many times. I really hadn't thought anything of this air handler installation, but the interesting part was a new roof had been built over the old roof. And the old roof was still existing up there with all the tar paper and everything. And this air handler was just installed on top of it. So it almost looked like an, uh, an air handler was on, installed on top of a roof. But when you look, there's a roof above it. So it was just a really interesting uh, scenario. So there's definitely no shortage of being bored in this industry. Probably <clears throat> the last thing. This would be, I, I, I hope it's not the first thing for most people, but income really plays a part into people's everyday lives for obvious reasons. But I definitely have more control over my income as an HVC tech. And there are many 
points to this. Okay, so the first is if you learn this trade and study the material and can't apply it, you're obviously going to make yourself more valuable. Maybe you don't make a lot of money right up front. Okay, I mean, that's with anything. Do you think, let me back this up a little bit. Does anybody out there know anything about McDonald's? I know very, very little. But what I will tell you is most people who own or manage a McDonald's will tell you, I started working in a McDonald's. Like they started, you know, frying fries. They started at the the cashier. I mean, they really worked at McDonald's and they worked up to owning a McDonald's. I mean, come on. Talk about like a cash, just check writing operation that is. I own a McDonald's. I mean, how many people have actually seen a McDonald's close? Maybe like two in my opinion, that I've seen personally, like two McDonald's ever closed, that's like, you open a McDonald's, you're going to be successful, okay? But to my point, it, you're going to make very little money to begin with, but in the end, you're going to end up making, you know, pretty good money. I'm not going to say you're going to make the same kind of money as if you owned a McDonald's. So maybe you should go flip fries. I don't know. Maybe I went <laughs> down the wrong career path. Anyway, um, take the little money up front and then later on, you know, learn everything you possibly can about this industry and you can practically write your own check. I mean, I've seen guys who just studied, okay, here's a good point. There's this guy, man, I forget his name, but he just learned everything you could possibly learn about heat exchangers. I mean, that's all. He just specializes in heat exchangers. And he travels around the country with a trailer and him and his crew, I think it's his sons or something, just go from shop to shop teaching people about heat exchangers. And man, they really boost uh, shops' income for through that winter season. It's like a great investment for the company to hire this guy to come in and teach all of his techs how to diagnose bad heat exchangers. But man, this guy's got to make quite a bit of money doing this and he even did some ride-alongs with us he, he did a ride-along with me for an entire day and I just couldn't even imagine the kind of money that this guy was making off of this but to the point he only specialized in heat exchangers and I'm sure he was he was doing pretty good um, you can work up to being a manager being an owner of a company you could do nationwide tech support I mean, you can do so many things that create a lot of income for yourself that it's also rewarding. I mean, you're not going to a desk and, you know, typing on a keyboard all day and not really seeing the results of your work. You're like out there doing things, working with people. And that's that's pretty cool. Um, also, real important thing is most jobs involving working on air conditioners are somewhat um, commission-based. Even if you're hourly, usually if it's a good air conditioning company, in my opinion, they're going to offer you some sort of incentive to sell more stuff. And that's just more control over your income. If you're able to sell more things, um, you take this, you know, let's say you're hourly, 
and you go to your job and you could do the hourly thing and just get out of there. Or you could say, hey, you know, what about a UV light or a maintenance plan or whatever it is that will pay that extra money? You have that control because depending on how you present it, if you uh, sharpen your skills, you're able to sell more stuff. And all of this stuff benefits the customer. I mean, anything that you could possibly sell to a customer in the HVAC field is going to benefit them. Whether you want to sell yourself on it or not, UV lights benefit everybody. I mean, there isn't a single system out there that wouldn't benefit in some way, large or small, with having a UV light. So there you go, a maintenance plan. I mean, you're telling me that an air conditioner doesn't require maintenance every year, at least once a year? Uh, down here, we got to clean the drain lines every twice a year. I mean, minimum, minimum. You'll have within this subject, you're going to have job security. I mean, if you have two years experience and can't get a job in the air conditioning and heating industry, you are doing something wrong. Any company out there would hire a guy with two years experience. I mean, just any company, they would give him a shot. I don't, they wouldn't say, oh, we're full up. We have no room for technicians. You're doing something wrong in presenting yourself. If you can't get a job having two years experience in this field, either you jumped around too much or you look like a complete drug addict or you just can't present yourself in the right way, you, can, you will always have a job. I don't know a company out there who would not give a guy a shot who has two years legitimate experience. And I'm not talking like, oh, I went to school, I worked for, for, you know, two months, and then they got slow, and so I didn't work in the field for like six months, and then I have two, year, two months experience here. No, two years solid experience, you will get a job in this industry. This last one is a little bit of a conceited viewpoint, I feel. Um, Self-importance, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I think HVAC guys are extremely talented in being able to learn things and have a high level of interest. Um, these guys have some of the most interesting things that they do in their free time, whether it's building stuff, welding stuff, fabricating things, learning electronics, uh, being a ham radio operator. By the way, I basically do all of this. I'm a ham radio operator. I work on Jeeps, cars. I build things in my spare time. I'm always uh, working on things. Um, I am a very go-getter kind of guy. I'm just always doing stuff. So whenever I meet AC guys, generally they have... Uh, interests that definitely don't do not involve going home, sitting on the couch and watching television. I mean, sometimes you get those people, but um, AC guys are smart people who want to use their mind most of the time. So if you want to get into this field, I mean, be prepared to have that attribute or have that attribute first and get into air conditioning. Because if you don't like learning things, this is not the field for you, honestly. You're, you're probably not going to advance very far. You'll be disgruntled all the time, wonder why I can't make all the money. Um, 
it's just AC guys are, are smart individuals. And whether the I'm putting the cart before the horse or not, I, I don't really know. Whether you become an AC guy and, and then, you know, somehow magically become intelligent or whether intelligent people go into air conditioning, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of very talented, intelligent people in other trades. I'm not trying to say that there aren't smart people in other trades or that other trades aren't smart. But there is so much to air conditioning. I mean, we have plumbing, so we have to know how to sweat. We know have to know how to put together plumbing fixtures. We have to know how to run gas and size gas line properly. We have to know airflow and how that works together with the refrigerant flow. We have to know refrigerant flow, how to electronics and and uh, electricity, which are not quite the same thing. I mean, we're talking about like electrical windings and then circuit boards. There's so much to air conditioning as opposed to other trades. Plumbing, you have sewer line, you have venting, and you have, you know, basically you're dealing with water and the flow of water, okay? And the getting rid of water or sewage or whatever. But a lot of the time, those guys will specialize in like one thing. You'll have like a sewer guy, and then you'll have like your supply water type of people. Now, you know, smaller residential companies, they're going to do both at once, but, you know, there are specialties even in that field. There are specialties even in um, electricians. You know, not all electricians are going to know low voltage, and not all high-voltage guys are going to, you know, low-voltage guys are going to work on uh, high-voltage. So what I'm saying is air conditioning guys have the industry comprises a lot of different trades into one trade, okay? And we do have our specialties too, but it usually breaks up into installation, residential technicians, and commercial technicians, and then your industrial guys uh, like the for the industrial piping and, and ductwork, stuff like that. Um, I'm probably missing a couple specialties there, but um, generally, you're going to have a good handle on a lot of this other stuff. Like, I don't know any plumber who knows how to work on a tankless hot water heater. Like, they can install them, but let's say it doesn't fire up. They're going to say, oh, you need a new one. I mean, are they really going to get in there and replace the igniter or the circuit board that controls the whole unit? I mean, generally not. They're going to pass that along to somebody else. So whether it be conceded or not, call me out on it. I'm I'm willing to take the heat. <laughs> but I see more air conditioning guys getting into like really cool technical stuff on their free time and and I think it's an attribute of being an air conditioning guy that that you're going to do that. Anyway, um I feel like in this podcast sometimes I try to detour people a little bit. It's kind of a litmus test. I really want to see people get into this trade and have a real expect a realistic expectation on what this field involves. That way you don't come in thinking it's all sunshine rainbows and and you just get smacked in the face and it's just harder than you thought it was going to be. But this podcast I wanted to go over just mainly the 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 plus points of being an air conditioning guy, HVAC guy, because I, I love it. I really do. I own my own company. I work in the field. I could hire a bunch of guys and not work in the field, but 
I am a much happier person in the place that I am now, being able to communicate with people on a regular basis, fix their problems, and being in control of my income. So that's all I have for you today. Please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at AbilityAir with any questions or ideas on topics you'd like to hear about. I have several ideas on topics. I'm trying to put together an episode where we go over different serving temperatures of different style beers. I heard about this on another podcast. It was uh, HVAC Know-It-All. You talked briefly to a Blue On uh, guy and just mentioned the subject, and it really piqued my interest. So I started doing a little bit of research on it, and I'm trying to locate a brewmaster who is um, taught in the skill of um, traditional brewing or German brewing, and I'd like to get together with this guy with another friend, and we can sample different beers at different temperatures and see if we can make an interesting podcast. So if anybody else has uh, ideas pertaining to HVC, like air conditioning, heating, even like wine temperatures, things like that, uh, just to kind of get people's uh, whistles wet, as it were, on what this industry actually encompasses. That's it. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.